The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Well, we came this close, Everson, <laughs> to having shots without the Mick. Mm-hmm. He walked in here literally seconds before we went on the air here inside the SWBC podcast studio on a Thursday here at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the reason Mickey Spagnola strolled in so late is this is open practice right now. I was looking, 15 I was minutes looking down is closing. There. I was looking down there, and I was like, I wonder if Spags is down there. I looked for down, the smallest person on the practice field. <laughs> well, that would have been Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> and oh, then I looked right. for the smallest white person on the practice field. <laughs> Mickey towers over the that's Deuce right. Vaughn. And, and Turpin was out there catching punts. Mm. We didn't, yeah, and we didn't even mention Cavante. That's right. Could you be, be out there catching punts there, Mickey? No, Mickey would be the kicker. He'd be the Garo Yuprimian out there, right? Oh, of course he would. You've yeah. ever been confused with Garo Yuprimian, uh, Mickey? No, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> well, what'd you see? Neither out there? me or my leg. <laughs> I saw, I saw, or your throwing arm. Remember That's right. him in the yeah. Super Bowl? That's right. Now, no, I think you would be confused with yeah, him in the right. Super Bowl. I could do yeah, that. You have that yeah. same uh, throwing motion. Yes. Uh, um, football players on football field, despite some in overcast pads. skies out here today. It got very dark here an hour or two ago, and I was wondering, oh, they may have to take this inside. You know, it, oh, there they are. What reminded me of what time it was is a couple raindrops came down, and I was going, well, it's probably time mm-hmm. to go in. And I yeah. looked at my watch, and it was 12.01, and I said, it is time to go it's in. It's past time to go See, in. Say, look, there's a raindrop right on my watch there. All right, so, so what did you see out there? I saw Brandon Cooks. That's a that's a big concern right now. And he was not practicing, and mm. he's with uh, he's with Britt. And, and who's Britt? Uh, Britt Brown, the Cowboys rehabbed director. And he started doing some isometric type things with bands around his knees. But all I know is that from my experience, when I sprained my MCL, <laughs> I couldn't do those things. You've done it all, Spags. I've, You've I've been injured in almost every yes, yes. way so possible. He is farther along than you have ever been in your rehab. <laughs> yes. When, okay. like the first, like three you days. You will ever be as far along as you will ever be, for, sir. For three days removed, what, three days removed from the game? Mm-hmm. Four days removed? He, yeah, he was he was kind of doing. Now, a lot of what he was doing was forward and backwards. The problem with the MCL is cutting right. sideways. So we'll see where that one goes. You know, it sounds like he might have a chance, but then I think you have to ask yourself, is it worth the risk at this point? Um, Does so, he know when he heard it? It was in the game. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, McCarthy wasn't sure just you know exactly the play or mm-hmm. whatever, but it was during the game. So, uh, and it sounds like it's a low grade sprained MCL. So we'll see where that one goes. Tyler Smith is out there still on uh, the cords with Britt, so it doesn't look good for him at this point if he's I mean this is the only padded practice of the week you you would like those guys to at least get one in before you send them back out there mm-hmm. 
Um, who else? Donovan Wilson was in pads for the first time since the first practice in pads in training camp. Didn't he get hurt? He got hurt the first day of practice. I think it was. Was it, it the was first the, day or I think it was before the, first, the pads? I, uh, first day. First, okay. Yeah. I was so thinking he never the first even day of, got to the yeah. padded practices. So he, he's. He's two weeks away. You know, everybody's like, well, yeah, he's close. He's going to be out there. Well, he was out there in pads, went through, uh, you know, the, the warm-up period, and then went over and did chords with Britt. And I think he was going to do some individual stuff. Now, if But he, he has to go through ramp-up. If, if they thought all along he was still two weeks away, that would be now four weeks, four week, four week five, You are you saying? If he's two weeks away, we're week two right now. I'm thinking this week and then next week, maybe he plays. Uh, next week is Arizona, and then the next then week is New England. Maybe week New, four. Maybe New okay, England. Okay, so yeah. that's why you would not have put him on IR uh, to and start. And you the wanted him engaged with the team. Okay, there right? you go. Because when you're on IR, all you he's, can he was do close is enough. Rehab. Yeah, close enough that you didn't. Same thing with uh, Jordan Lewis. Right. You know, he may be ready this week, but my question is, okay, if he's ready, then who's sitting? Because somebody's got to sit. They've got a, a pleasant problem. Uh, it's not even a problem. They've got a pleasant situation at uh, in the secondary yes. with the guys that are capable of playing. Right. As we saw the other day at the safety position uh, with Wanye and, and when Marquis Bell's Marquise playing linebacker, Bell. but he's, right. you know, he's a hybrid guy. Right. And then with the way Duran Bland plays in the slot. I mean, are, if which Lewis is, is ready to spot, go, does mm-hmm. he – does Deron Bland become a backup? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No, I right. think it would be. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they were rotating guys in all across the board outside right. of the, you know, the outside corners. I don't think they worry about who starts, do they? Because they it, have it a depends so much on group. formation. I, I the think other team. Yeah. Yeah. And what that team comes and, out with. And, and the position, because I mean, the reason they, they all get a chance to play. The reason like. they 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 brought in and kept him active, Igbenogbeni was he's an outside guy because they really didn't have another backup because Nashawn Wright's inside because Nashawn Wright now he's starting to move better out there along with well let's go too I saw mm-hmm. I noticed he was uh, the things he was doing was like he's getting closer to being ready to go um, so yeah so you know so technically if you're looking at starters in the game against the Giants Micah Parsons started at right defensive end. That's where he lined up on the first play of the right. game. If you're talking about first play of the game, those are your starters. Or you could say they and went Wanye with Thomas a, started too. They went with a three man line, and he, he was a. <laughs> but they had Demone Clark and Leighton Vanderish right. out there right. at linebacker too. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, back to wide receiver, we're not panicking about that either, are we? Well, I mean, we as long as Tolbert deep group. Well, you got Jalen Tolbert and Kavanaugh. Great camp. Right. right. Yeah. So. But he, he sort of had a good camp at early last year until the lights came out. So I, 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 I'm serious. I, I know you're serious. But I want to see I, it. I, I, that's why I laugh at it because I yeah. don't think he's going to be that two times in a row. Right. I, I think, you know. He's ready. This he's time. ready for the yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got Turpin and you can activate Brooks. Uh, if Cooks can't go to help with Turpin, I mean with Jalen Brooks is the seventh round draft pick. Special what, 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 gives, what gives me pause is, you know, we include this in the passing game the tight ends as well. Right. And if they're not in tune the way they were 
the last game against the Giants. I think that, that was an aberration. And I'm hoping it is. I'm because hoping. they blocked really well, yeah. by the way, which yeah. was an improvement over last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a really good job. So With I had Fergie s- leading the way, according to the yes, coach. Yes, and I hadn't seen them drop passes like that in training camp. They were so so it was just kind of weird. So I think geeked. it might have been, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um because I was, I was talking with uh, Brandon Aubrey, and and I was like, "So you really never played before that many people before, did you?" And he goes, "No, not really." Mm-hmm. He goes, "But he goes the noise. He goes, you tune it out. You, it's there, but you hear it, but you don't hear it, right?" Kind of like doing mix shots. That's right. I mean, <laughs> think of the thousands, <laughs> consequently oh, millions of people listening, are right? Listening and boy, right now, we don't even think about it. He seems totally unaffected by it every day. So he speaks like this even when he's not on the air. That is so true. Yeah. I was yes. trying to give him. I was trying. That I was is trying so to. True. I was trying to give him an out on the missed extra point, right? And, uh, he goes, no, that, that 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 none of that bothered me. And he goes, and you what know, bothered him was sitting there waiting, waiting for the forever. Yeah. And, and I can't remember. <laughs> he knew how many seconds it was. Like when he went out there, and they had to rush out there, right? Because they scored, and you weren't expecting it. And uh, he he said it was like 15, 18 seconds before. Finally, they snapped they the ball. He had already and, stepped and off his... spotted the ball. At that point, it's not about the external noise. Yeah. It's, he was, there was a noise in his head. Right. In his head. And he's sitting That's there, the he's having. waiting and yes. waiting, and he was lined up. And right? I, went back, I went back and looked at it on the coach's film. Yeah, he was standing in the same spot waiting to kick. And right. he should know better. Right. As well, kicker, but what happened, I think better. what happened, I have to go back and look again, but it was like there was some adjustment made in the line of scrimmage. He needed to step, step away. Back. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And you know what? And that's what he learned in training camp. Mm-hmm. That one day that he had a bad day, and it was the only day he had a bad day, they were alternating kicks, and he was standing right there, and as soon as it was his turn, he would go and take his steps. And then he realized there, there's going to be a delay because mm-hmm. they're going to tell the defense of the, the rush what to do. And so he learned to walk back 10 yards and just kind of stand back there and kind of survey things instead of being ready It's the ready same to thing kick. that why Everson, you were a 90% free throw shooter in basketball. That's right, baby. You knew to you step, step away. away from the line yeah. sometimes. That's right. why they yeah. do all that stuff on the different sidelines. Mm-hmm. Then you step up. Step on or up. why yeah. guys step out of the batter's box, right? That's right. The pitcher's no, up there you, you get a strike around. around you now. Yeah, you <laughs> screwing <laughs> around. You do that. Right. You, yeah. <laughs> you only got 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. All right, anything else you notice out there on the field? Um, no, I think that was it. I gave you Cooks, Tyler. Uh, yeah, Edoga, they seem to be happy with how he played at guard, even mm-hmm. though, you know, he missed all that time in training camp. And, and he was playing that, tackle. He was playing tackle, too. right? Yep. So it's a big game for this Edoga. Will, this will be a big one for him. In not only because he's going up against Quinnen Williams, who had 12 and a half sacks last year for the Jets, but also he was drafted by the Jets. He was a third round draft pick. Oh, is that where he started? Uh huh. He started. Okay. He, in fact, he started eight games his rookie year with the New York Jets. Before, okay. Or I guess he was injured, and and so he's gone up against Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams was. Not to get it out, but he came to the Jets the next year, I think. And he and so, would have been still so there. They, he, and so he practiced against Quinn and Williams a couple of years in New York with the Jets. So he's gone up against him before. Yeah, they got a bunch of guys to go up against. 
And, you know, McCarthy actually talked about it, saying, you know, talking about their run defense and uh, feels like it's improved, but they're getting ready to find out. Um, just yeah, you're talking about the at. Cowboys' the run Cowboys defense. The Cowboys' run defense, absolutely. Um, I'm very curious about how we come right? against these guys because they know they're going to run the ball. Sure. They have to run the ball, and they ran it well last game. And so that's Think what about they're going to do. They rushed the Jets, rushed for more yards than the Giants gained in the entire game. It was 172 to 171. Mm. <laughs> so, and they got 83 on 83 one. 83 on hey, one. Hall went 83 yards yeah. on one play. That helps. Yeah. But they've got with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, I mean – they won the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes because with Aaron Rodgers, they were right. Super Bowl ready, and that was part of putting that's, their Super Bowl team together. Somebody, well, what they're going to do? Somebody else, Dalvin Cook, that question. It's like, did you come here to play with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> or, or, or I, I think the real? answer was, uh, uh, yeah. I think the answer was yes. By the way, Chuma Edoga was in the same draft class with Quinn and Williams. Williams was the third pick overall in uh, in 2019, and Edoga was a third-round pick, number 92 overall. Okay. So it's like these guys come in here. Just think, okay, let's say Edoga was a third-round pick of the Cowboys in 2019 instead. And so we would have – we would Chuma Edoga would be a household name in Dallas the <laughs> right. last four years. How they you take know? that guy? Right, yeah. He hadn't done anything yet. So, well, now here's his opportunity. Yeah, and, so we, we find out. So, right. So – on mix shots of on NewYorkJets.com, they're saying they're starting Chuma Edoga at guard. Oh, really? I mean, they're 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 looking at it like that. Like that we the, could take advantage of this. Hmm. Or they're looking at it as did the Jets screw up? This guy's good enough That's to right. start for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> we gave up on him. Uh, as far as the offensive line goes, overall, I mean, you go look at Zach Martin mm-hmm. in this game. And in any game the last 10 years, he looks the same. But, I mean, it's just a pleasure to watch Zach Martin play this game. I did the Mike McCarthy show this morning and asked him about him. And, you know, he's just raving about the hand placement, everything mm-hmm. about what he uh, – so fundamentally sound in everything he does. Uh, it's really fun to watch him. And, and because he was going up against Dexter Lawrence last week and right. it blew up some against Quentin Williams this week. You feel pretty good when you get off the bus and you got Zach Martin striding alongside you. Who's his matchup this week? Well, Quentin Williams would be uh, one of those interior guys. And on, on his side. Well, it, they move they him around. They move him around. Yeah. Around. Okay. yeah. So, and then the, um, but, now, he may more likely be on Chuma Idoga's side to try to take advantage mm, and not right. go up against mm-hmm. the Hall of Famer. With mm-hmm. their, but their other inside guy um, – I'm gonna forget his name. If we if we have a, a if we show a propensity to run to Zach uh, to a Martin side, then uh, Williams is gonna have to come to that side. Yeah, he would be forced to come to that side. Don't you think? Uh, if we have a steady notion of that, their other inside guy, John Franklin Myers. Oh, that's is the other guy who okay. actually is from uh, Greenville, Texas. Stephen F. Austin. They have two Stephen F. Austin players wow. on their that? team. Wow. John Franklin Myers, the, and the return guy, <laughs> um, Xavier Gibson. Uh, they picked up in free agency Quentin Jefferson as well. He wears number seventy okay. for them, and he had five and a half sacks last year for Seattle. Um, 
Ed, uh, Al Woods is another guy that they have in their rotation who uh, they also picked up from Seattle. You know, Robert Saleh, their coach, um, it's interesting. Where was Robert Saleh? He's 44 years old now, head coach of the Jets going into his third year. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, of course, he was for four years the defensive coordinator with the 49ers. Right. Where was he 10 years ago? Well, you're going to have to tell me. With Seattle – Defensive quality control coach under, under Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn with Seattle when <laughs> Seattle won the Super Bowl in 2013. How about that? Everybody's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he was 34 it's, years old. It's that's good an, to start with the best. Yeah, uh-huh. right. So that's pretty interesting. I mean, and you can see, uh be interesting to hear what Dan Quinn, if he saw head coaching material in Robert Saleh when he was under him in Seattle 10 years ago. All right, we're just getting started here on this edition of Mix Shots. So much to get to as we get you ready for the Cowboys and the Jets on Sunday afternoon at AT AT&T Stadium. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket and the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company. To make shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. And I think we got an official's fan club coming Man, through. They coming through. They're just coming Dang through y'all. and more and more and more. Everson, Everson waving at all his fans as they make their way. Hey, they're Gosh. our fans. <laughs> Your fans, Everson. Fans. This That's is Everson right. Walls. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, Everson y'all. Walls. What's going on? Think they can scream where they're from? <laughs> where be. y'all from? Memphis? Can they hear us? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. All, right. All right. Los Angeles. L.A. Cowboy fan. It's a busload, <laughs> by the way. That's right. Yeah. 
You know, the if you've ever had the made the tour of the Star, our podcast studio located right behind the mannequins with all the different uniforms the Cowboys have worn through the years. Is there a 24 out there? No, there needs to be not, an Everson number not 24, one 24 out there. Out there. Oh, yeah, what's sorry. the deal? Not one. That's okay. It's a few numbers that aren't out there that should be, but. Okay, I was actually, there was another tour going, coming through about 30 minutes ago, and, uh, you know, there is a 33 out there, mm-hmm. and, okay, who's 33? Mm-hmm. We uh, should hope. And, well, that's what the tour guide said, okay, that was asking, okay, who is number 33? And one of the guys there said, Dwayne Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. And, and exactly that's right. Okay. And yeah. so, yeah. after they got finished, I said, I said, you know what, that's, that's a great a answer right that's there, because fan. I had forgotten. And in my have been the uniform from back in the uh-huh. early right. 70s. Right? I said, I said, I had forgotten that Dwayne Thomas was number 33. Yeah, shame on us. So I then I told him the story of uh, Dwayne Thomas and the Cowboys' first Super Bowl win, and one of them said, "Yeah, he uh, he didn't talk to Tom Landry all all season." I said, "No, he not only didn't talk to Tom Landry all season, to me he either. didn't talk he didn't talk to his teammates all season. He didn't talk to anybody all season. He pulled the Kobe. He pulled the Kobe. Uh, right. And, yeah. and so the memorable thing is." Is from that uh, that post game uh, locker room scene, and I think CBS had the game because Tom Brookshire was doing the interview with Dwayne right. Thomas after the game, and mm-hmm. so everybody was wondering, okay, oh, wow, I think uh, I think Jim Brown was next to him, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I think he was. I think he, I yeah, because he, he was, was like his spokesperson. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right, and. Um, so anyway, they uh, okay. He's going to do an interview. He he was like the star of the. Even though he didn't win the MVP, he was the star of the game. Whatever. And then they asked the wrong question. And then uh, Brookshire <laughs> asked him something about his running style. The and and so Dwayne Thomas responded with one word, evidently, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was the interview. <laughs> Oh, um, I love Dwayne. I'm sorry. So then, I, I, so I really it, enjoyed his interviews. It must have been <laughs> maybe five years ago, six years ago. They had him. He was living in L.A. and they brought him in the training camp. Uh, needed. They were going to do an interview with him on whatever something. Doesn't he have an avocado farm or something? Uh, something maybe. Yeah, yeah. But but he got there and and, and he said, "Well, where are you going to put me up?" And they were like, oh, we didn't know you were staying. And he goes, yeah. And so they put him on John Ingham's couch, I believe it was, right? He's a and he, he worked in the TV producer. department. Producer. And, <laughs> and, and three days later, they finally had to say something to him. He didn't want to leave. He wanted well, to stay and talk to everybody. I, was, uh, I think I was working in San Antonio at the time, and this was about – this would have been about 15 years after that Super Bowl season, 15, 17 years later. Dwayne Thomas came to the TV station, and he was selling something. I don't know. You know, He mm-hmm. was the spokesperson for yeah. some company, and I couldn't get him to shut up. <laughs> Isn't that something? And Isn't that something? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Pat Summerall also told a great story from that locker room scene, that post game, the Cowboys' first Super Bowl win. He was interviewing, I think he was interviewing Roger Staubach. And the crazy thing that was going on, it was in a cramped locker room, uh, I believe it was in New Orleans, I think. They're playing the Dolphins. I believe it was in New Orleans. But anyways, a cramped locker room, and there's media all over the place. Well, there was a member of the media who had fallen 
and he had actually broken his arm. <laughs> He was laying in pain at Staubach's feet as Summerall is doing the interview on national television with him. I mean, the stories behind the scenes incredible. That yeah, is pretty sad. So that's what Summerall remembered. <laughs> uh, from the, and they held their own. They kept doing their interview, even though this guy was writhing in pain. It's like media. Matthew Stafford on, after their uh, win in, in Los Angeles. And one guy fell off the stage. Yeah, that's right. And Matthew was like, Whoa. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, man, yeah. Uh, I'll hope. see you later. I got to go. Hope, hope you're good. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't like Jalen. You know, Jalen Hurts, he you know, went over when the guys, when the people fell out of the stands in Philadelphia. Right, right. He goes over and helps pick them up and they take pictures and everything. Matthew's like, All right, see you later, buddy. <laughs> By the way, hope you'll be okay. Uh, Stafford is back. I, I watched a little bit of that game. The most uh-huh. shocking result, I thought, from week one mm-hmm. was the Rams going to Seattle and beating the Seahawks. Not that the Seahawks are that great. Is that I didn't think the Rams. That, that, you look the at the Rams, Rams roster and without right. Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. you're thinking there's no way. That no the, way. The, the only games that I had the Rams winning this year when, when they matched up against the Cardinals, maybe. Somebody's got to win. I guess they could tie. Mm-hmm. But the Rams look good and uh, Stafford looks like he's healthy again. 300 plus yards pass. Yeah, he didn't. Have, I don't think he had a touchdown pass, but he he really uh, looks like he's healthy again and throwing the ball well. What are you looking up there, Mickey? I was just looking. I wanted to see how close Arizona came with their score the first week. Oh, they, well, they, they were in it. They were, they were in the game. They right? were in yeah, the Arizona lead. lost to Washington 20 to 16. They were yeah. in sacked. the lead. Yes. They were up. Yes. Right? They sacked Sam Howell, I think, six times. You know, and they've got uh, Gannon as their new head coach. And here's the thing that's interesting. And, of course, we've got Arizona next week. Arizona start started with Washington. They have the Giants, Giants this week and Dallas, then the Cowboys next week. Then San Francisco. So, so Jonathan Gannon, who was a defensive coordinator with the Eagles, couldn't have asked for three better opponents for him to start against, uh, start his head coaching mm-hmm. era against. Then three teams they played against twice uh, every season when he was in Philadelphia. So, but then he's got San Francisco, Cincinnati, Rams, Seattle, <laughs> Baltimore. Oh my lord! They have a they have a Super Bowl winning schedule. Cleveland, Atlanta, Houston. Okay, then it gets a little, yeah, yeah. little so, easier then. That's after Kyler. So Kyler is out the first uh, through that tough stretch, and then he'll come back on the back right on the back end on the, on the easy part. And in fact, we've got football tonight. We've got uh, the Eagles in action against the Vikings tonight. So, what streaming service is it on? That would be the usual. You're going to have to oh Amazon mm-hmm, Prime. Prime. I think right. I, I think I got that. Did I tell y'all about my Dallas Cowboy game watching experience? No. Uh, I was in Baton Rouge, uh-huh. and they are having issues with oh, negotiations. Oh, yeah. But yeah. The, the, with ABC. The Spectrum, yeah. which is now yeah, it cleared NBC, up. It was NBC. Oh, NBC there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so NBC we, we, and we had night. to sign on to Peacock. It was horrible. <laughs> it, it delayed almost every play. I had to go to my play-by-play on my app to it was that far fight. behind. It was that far. Well, not just that far behind. They would freeze all the time. You had to rewind and re-enter. That sounds like a Wi-Fi issue at but, your hotel. But I tell you what came through well. No, no, I was in a person's house. Uh, what came through well? The commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they never were interrupted. As soon as they came back to live play, wow! I got there's Dak. 
You know, he's frozen. He's there, and I got to go back. And like, wow, this is the worst. Okay, hey, we've ever. got audio. This just in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Producer Supreme Chris Beam has Dwayne Thomas at the Super Bowl over 50 years ago. Let's, Let's take a listen. Yes, My name's Tom Brookshire, and it's nice to talk to you. And behind you is a fellow that used to run over me for a living, the great Jimmy Hi. Brown. How are you, Jimmy? Hi, Tom. How are you? Dwayne, uh, you, you do things in, with speed, but you never hurry. A lot like the great Jim Brown. Uh, you never hurry into a hole. You take your time, make a spin. You still outrun people. Uh, are you that fast? Are you that that quick? Did you say? Evidently. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Hey, Dwayne was not falling for it. You uh-huh. know, he just right. knew. You know, they were trying to bring him out of his out of his bag. Like, nope, I'm uh-huh. gonna stay. Well, was right he the here. one? Was he the one they asked about winning the ultimate game? And he said, if, "Yes, this is the ultimate, ultimate game. game. They, they playing play 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 again year. next year. That's right. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, man, he's coming from an intellect, intellectual standpoint, man. That's right. That's right. That the West Texas State education. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. It was damn good for uh-huh. him. That's exactly right. All right, uh, we've got much more. Man, wow. Pat on the back to producer Supreme. Found it. He has nothing else to do back there, man. No telling what else he has up his sleeve when we come back here on Mix Shots in just a moment. Chris. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back to mixed shots. Let's play NFL flag football. In this game, there's a position for everyone. No matter who you are, flag is your chance to run, throw, jump, and fly. This is your chance to get involved in the action and join the flag football movement. 
Learn more and find a league at NFLflag.com. You interested? Nope. <laughs> that, that's a that's a hamstring ready to happen. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Some they, old man. They have it over <laughs> Will arrive. There's a growing a hamstring yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah. That's like these guys going out. And we're we're gonna race. We're gonna run a forty yard yeah, dash. You go ahead. Bro. Thirty yards in, and it's like. Oh! <laughs> Would you like to hear David Moore's report on the Brandon Cooks injury? Yes, yeah, please. Go ahead. Grade 1 MCL sprain for Brandon Cooks, multiple people with knowledge of injury said. His ability to play this week is in question but can't be ruled out. This is not considered a multi-week injury. Isn't that what I just got done saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just confirmation. He's, and you know what? David Moore must be listening to Mitch. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, so, that's, that's multiple people. You're Mickey, you are the multiple the mul- people with knowledge. <laughs> he might have had one. Said. Now he's got two. <laughs> multiple people. Yes, multiple. There's multiple people in one. here. Yes. Mickey, me, mm-hmm. Everson. That's multiple right. people with knowledge of the injury said that. All right. Um, you wanted to review something from the Sunday night game? I didn't necessarily want to. I simply inquired about it. But, yeah, we our did picks not to click. review our picks to click, which... And there's a reason we didn't yeah, review them? Yeah, we were all <laughs> off. I Myself, I had Dak... Yeah, I had us win the game. We all had us win the game. My, my score was 24-21. It's going to be really close. What was Mickey's score? Mickey's score was uh, 27-20. What was my score? Your score was 30-27. to So I came closest. No, you had three points <laughs> difference. No, I had 30 points, and y'all had less than 30 points. <laughs> Your spread so I was win. not real good. I well, win. I mean, they won by four. I came closest. They, they won by won. 40. Right. They right. say that he That's won. True. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that they you They scored 40, and I said they were going to score 30. You he, lost less. He That's had what Brandon you did. Aubrey kicking the winning field goal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, that was my pick. And, and so click. that, that, I, I that mean, Aubrey that. pick. That may have been the worst moment of the game. <laughs> but he bounced back. <laughs> right, from he it. bounced back. Yeah, but that so was the who moment. So who are our yours? Picks to come click. on, man. Yours is Parsons. Get out of here. You're done with Parsons yeah, for the rest can't, of the you season. Can't use Parsons the, again. He got the most important false start to happen in the game. Now, he, that could have been. Uh, come on, it could have been anybody. No, it was Parsons. It, uh, the guy on, got the. Anybody. The it, guy got the jumps because like, he knew Parsons was coming. In fact, we need to just say it every week. Okay, who besides Micah is your pick to click? And, and I, I gotta say, my pick to click was was a little almost a Parsons type. I picked that. I mean, did you, you get know, anybody? You got the quarterback in there. Anybody pick Marquise have a Bell? To be the guy. Anybody pick Marquise no Bell? No picks Marquise Bell. And nobody. Or Wanye Thomas. Nobody. How about the touchdown? We get the t- first touchdown right. None of that. No. I none bet you that. no one in the world got the first touchdown no, right. None of that. I got, I got Dak throwing two touchdowns. Igbenogbeni. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's almost Good right. Job. That's almost right on. Oh, it's another tour group coming through. Tour group. Look at this, Chris. A lot. Lucky there. That's what he was talking about. What's All going right. on? Where are you guys from? Where are you from? All she over? said it. I didn't hear it. Oh. Oh, she said star status. Star All status. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the the group. Okay. In the star city. St- oh, what city? Dallas. Oh, Dallas. oh, very oh, Dallas nice. all over Dallas. Dallas. Man, all right. All right. I might very know. Good. It could be my people. They're dressed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know they're not mine? 
He saw someone from Hamilton Park. That's right, baby. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, and it's Terrence. <laughs> he's with the, he's with the crew. Yeah. Terrence, unfortunately, is leaving us. Oh um, man, he's uh, got a job at ESPN. Oh, nice. Wow. Going to not Conne- unfortunate oh, for wow. him. Going to Connecticut. Not unfortunate for yeah. him, my right. ladies. Y'all got to catch up. You got to catch up <laughs> that way. <laughs> This is fun. It is. Yeah. I'm glad we got a tour cam, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we also picked who would score the first touchdown, and it was Noah Igbanigadi. <laughs> no, not so Igbanigadi. <laughs> it's Igbanagani. There you go. You tell them, Spags. Uh, who so did you have? I had Jake Ferguson, so I really struck out on that one. I had Michael Gallup, who was okay. like almost like incognito. Did I take Pollard? You did. CD. Oh, he's got oh CD. I had CD. CD. Yeah. Okay, so we'll make these picks again tomorrow. See if we do okay. get one right, right out of three. You know uh, the winning streak that the Cowboys have at AT&T Stadium right now? Uh, so... Did we lose last year? I know. Lost the opener. They lost the opener and then won. Producer Supreme's got the answer. So, (laughs) eight, nine, how about ten? What's the answer there, Producer Supreme? Producer Supreme, uh, we're going to go with eight in a row. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. We lost nine home games last year and we lost the opener. Oh, that's that's right. right. Lost the opener and won eight in a row. So, it's an eight game streak going. You want that home. You want to be able to win your games at home, obviously, right? And but it's sometimes easier said than done. And win the division games. Mm-hmm. It's always easier said than done. So what 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 worries you about this game from the Cowboys standpoint? What part of their game worries you? In the trenches, this game is going to be won or lost inside. Both both ways. Both ways. Both teams have great defensive lines. Both teams are going to try and run the ball consistently, and that's going to be a battle. And I, I worry that we start off the game the way we started off in New York, but continue that. There are no false starts. There are no mishandling of snaps. You know, they continue to be solid in what they did, five yards of carry uh, on the first drive. That, that worries me. And I start to see it. I, I had a little deja vu. Uh, during the game, you know, watching that because there were times last year when I, we were just inconsistent and teams did bail us out on their own. I don't like that. I like us to control the narrative. Bill? Um, I don't think this will happen, but I'm concerned and that they make sure that there's not an overconfidence after what happened mm-hmm. in right. the opener, the right. 40 to nothing game. I mean, it's just a natural tendency. And then, okay, your opponent just lost their future Hall of Fame quarterback, which plays into that. Mm-hmm. So I think behind the scenes uh, here, they've got to make sure that, uh, and I don't think that will happen. I think it's a mature enough team. It's a great team. recipe for it, though. Yeah. And yeah. so. And, you know, the Jets are sitting there going, okay, no one thinks that we can do it now. Mm-hmm. And so they've got a motivation that, to prove everybody wrong. And they have the defense to do that. Mm-hmm. David coming in with his slingshot, right? It reminds me of Debo coming through with his, with his boombox. With his boombox? This, this, mm-hmm. this game could be that, that silly uh, game. I want them to prove that they've improved stopping the run. 
because that was a problem uh, in almost every game they lost last year. The teams ran right over them. Mm -hmm. And so now you're going to have an opportunity because you know it's coming. You know it's going to happen. They were pretty good at it in the opener against Buffalo that was supposed to have a decent defense. Uh, so now prove to me that you've improved in a spot that you desperately needed it. And so we'll – that – I'm not saying they can't do it, but I need to see it. Mm -hmm. I need to see it because – Regardless of what the conditions were or what the Giants were in and falling behind, they still ran for 100 yards, and most of them on that opening drive, if I remember correctly. And, and see, I'm not worried about uh, our secondary. You know, I'm not worried about that. I'm not necessarily worried about the run defense, period. What I'm worried about is our attitude after a game like this, going into this particular game. How mature are we? Yeah. We realize that we still have a young team here. We do have a young team. Now, some of your leaders, they are of age. you got your quarterback is of age, and you've got a defensive lineman of age. But these young guys can really get overhyped sometimes, and then all of a sudden things come crashing down, and they don't know how to make the adjustment. What I liked is the part of the locker room I was there after – listening to Mike McCarthy after the game, wasn't a big celebration. It was almost like, okay, that, mm -hmm. that's what we were supposed to do. On the plane ride back, very quiet. I think no so much time. celebration. Had, so I think by the end of the game, so much time had passed. You already had, had digested it, yeah, right? So, so much time had passed since you had really won this game because you won this game in the first quarter, basically. Basically, and if not, you won it with the f opening half, drive yeah. of the second half, yeah. right? You went down and scored the knockout mm -hmm. touchdown. There was no coming back. Right, after right. As opposed to... The Jets win when you win in overtime, right. and that euphoria cannot even go into the next day or the next and day. And the and locker half. room was right yesterday. You know, it was right on Monday, but it was right yesterday too. You know, having to answer the questions about no Aaron Rodgers, what are you thinking? And most of the answers were, well, you know, we hope for a speedy recovery. Uh, you know, but it was nothing like. Oh, thank God we don't have to play them. You almost got the feeling they sort of wanted to, you know, see where we measure up against the guy that's beat us eight of the last nine times he's played us. I think it does help the Cowboys that. Um... <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, for real. Me and LT called him yesterday. And he's calling you back? Yeah, he's fine to call Are we going to reveal well, who you that should is? Have, no. You should have taken, taken you should have the call, taken the call right. and put, put it right by the microphone. You don't know how me and LT felt yesterday. We don't, we don't need to rehash our uh, state of mind at that time when I made the call. <laughs> we were having too much fun. You don't want to reveal what you're calling about? Oh, oh you were at the no, golf tournament yesterday. Yeah, I was at Charles Golf Tournament. And, LT just wouldn't get off my back. Finally, I had to call Parcells, man. Like, tell him. LT was like, I'm the reason, he's the reason that I was there. Like, you were not the reason I was there talking that crazy. You don't crazy think like you were there with the Giants? Yeah, he was the reason. I was the reason. He was the reason that, that Parcells signed me. 
Because he spoke helped. up for Because you? he spoke up for me. He's never <laughs> spoken up for anybody in his life. And I told him that. And so I called Parcells to make sure, and he didn't answer. But we're yelling all into the answering machine. Ah, you know, so it was crazy. Well, you need to call him back when you're in here I'm so we can be in we here. We want to hear it. We tell him who you're with. Phone. Okay, I'm going to record it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't trust you guys. Uh-huh. What did he call you? You don't think. You what did he call you guys? What did he call the media? Uh, communist. Cockroaches? No, communist. Communist. <laughs> communist. Subversion from within, right? Come on. That was uh-huh. his favorite line. Yeah, that, was, that was his favorite line. I'll that's never true. forget that first time in the, in, in the at the Giants. I went there to do stories, and he walks in at noon after practice or whatever, and he sits at this big, long table, and all the media are around it. It felt like, you know, the godfather had just walked in, right? And uh, he sits down, and he's got a grumpy look on his face. And finally, he called out somebody, one of the writers. How in the hell can you write that? Do you know? Do you have any facts in what you write? This is my introduction to Bill Parcells, and I'm going, oh, this is too good. Great. <laughs> it is great and stuff, the guy, man. the guy tried to defend himself, and he, was, he wouldn't have any of the defense. Oh, no, 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 right? And he just intimidated everybody. I've always had an affinity for, for the East Coast, you know, the way, how straightforward uh, yeah. they are. They don't right, be right, right. And that's what I always love. About, about parcels. Parcels. <laughs> yep. Just that part so you don't think there's any chance in the world he happened to be listening to mix shots and and calling because he's of not calling you know, he knows he knows <laughs> he knows the nose is here okay here's what i like my about, nickname <laughs> ever since he's got him saved in his phone it's it's it just parcels all caps all caps parcels that's that's right. typical of uh-huh. yeah, that's a perfect way to yes, well let's let's phone. go we got to get back uh, okay <laughs> uh, yeah who wins the game tonight oh Minnesota tonight. Philly no Philly's gonna win I think I think they Philly. came out uh, they stumbled last week they didn't like the way they they performed I think coach is gonna be on them. I think they're going to come out. This this game might not. Minnesota be close. needs to win. They lost. But, to Tampa yeah, they Bay need first to game. win. But I don't know if they got the guts to come into Philly and win. It, mm-hmm. It's at Philly, right? At Philly. Yes. Yeah. Philly. Yes. Yep. That's a yep. tough. One. If it was there. Oh, you got a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. It's tough to win in Philly. Hear that come on. darn third down horn go off. <laughs> All right. And the horn just went off for us. <laughs> and we will chat at you again tomorrow with exclusive audio of Everson's conversation no, with Parcells. <laughs> Noon tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Get sued. <laughs> go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!